November 30th by the alleged shooter, Ethan Crumbly, has filed a federal lawsuit today claiming school officials didn't do enough to prevent that mass shooting from happening. Attorney Van Johnson says the suit lists three separate federal counts against Oxford Community Schools, including violations of both the state-created danger laws and supervisory liability doctrine under the 14th Amendment, as well as the Manel liability doctrine, which is aimed at the school district as the employer, supervisor, and policymaker. And because of the warning signs, like the graphic illustrations on the schoolwork and the browsing of the ammunition during class, Johnson says clearly, even though teachers reported up the chain of command to their superiors, they are still liable for what happened that day. If these folks who are clearly going to take the position that they were trained teachers only to report to uh, uh, to counselors or only report to Mr. Ejack or whoever internally, that's not enough. And my question to you would be, uh, if you had a child sitting next to you or next to your child that were drawing pictures of guns, dead bodies with blood squirting out with ammunition, and I'm not for this world, my life sucks, you name it, things like that in two different days, looking at live ammunition rounds for automatic firearms, what would you do? And the answer is you would report to the authorities. Now, among those listed in the suit are OHS Superintendent Timothy Thorne, Principal Stephen Wolf, the Dean of Students Nicholas Ejack, Counselor Sean Hopkins, Superintendent Kenneth Weaver, and four teachers. But at the end of the day, the family of Justin Schilling says they want closure. But his mother, Jill Suave, says they haven't been able to find that place yet. We're beyond heartbroken. We're traumatized. And we're devastated. And we are not okay. It's been 174 days since he was murdered, and it feels like it was just last week. For me, there will never be healing. There will only be coping. I will never be the same. And guys, the Schilling family joined an existing civil lawsuit in Oakland County Circuit Court. That was filed back in January by Van Johnson, and there are uh, a total of six students and five families uh, in that lawsuit as well. And all those families connected to the shooting that day at Oxford high school. So Chris have, have teachers or administration or anyone gone through any new training or is the district of the position that everyone did what they were supposed to do leading up to the shooting? Well, and, and this is where I think uh, Van Johnson admitted during the press conference saying, look, that may have been the school's, uh, a, a guide. They, the, the, the school's handbook may have told teachers, well, if you see something unsettling, you go to a counselor, you go to your superior, you go to the superintendent, the, the principal, whomever it is, and you let them know what's happening. But then Johnson also says that according to state law, if you may not be the person who is running point on this, you may not be the contact for this, but because you saw something, and because you passed it up to your superiors and nothing was done, that doesn't mean you are absolved of liability in this case. It doesn't mean that your hands are clean. In fact, it's the opposite. You, 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 you are now the one that needs to go through, alert the authorities, alert CPS, whomever it is, and, and, and that's the route you have to take. And he says, according to state law, they didn't follow that. And so while they may have followed the, 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 the rule under, you know, the, the, the handbook handed out by uh, the, the superiors at Oxford High School and the Oxford Community School District, 
it, it doesn't jive with state law. And I think that's why you see a lot of these names that are in this suit, like the counselor, like the teachers, like the dean of students, and certainly the superintendent and principal in this case. That's going to be an interesting argument uh, as this continues and the interpretation of that law, because what about for different policies, you know, for suicide versus homicide, if he's a danger to himself, uh, they weren't required to expel or uh, from school or to have him be sent home. But if he's homicidal, clearly he needs to go. So if that's a district or a school policy, and that would seem to make the argument that teachers are not personally liable. And if that policy is against state law, then it's the policy and who wrote that policy, which to, in my, I guess the argument would be they're the ones that need to be held liable in that. Totally. And, and, and I think, guys, if you even look at this in a bigger picture sense, you know, teachers are already so stretched so thin, uh, so much has to be done on their dime. And, and they're the ones that shoulder a lot of this responsibility. And, and I think that now, perhaps when this was not something that was known to teachers or administrators or counselors in the past saying, well, geez, I didn't know this was the state law. Um, you know, this is another thing you got to add to their plate and another thing that they have to think of. And, and you know, I think it's troubling for for the future of education uh, and, and whether or not I mean, we, we've seen a, a, a downtick in people who want to become teachers in places like Michigan State who have fine uh, uh, education programs. But at the same time, you know, I think I think that is going to be a really sticking point, a, a, a huge sticking point. In this case, and whether or not the, the the people named in the suit come out and say, look, we did what we had to do. We did what we were told to do. And at the end of the day, it may not have been enough. Yeah, they say, yeah, and they'll say ignorance is not an excuse, but you wonder when the last time, if ever, t- the, these teachers, any teachers, are taught about what the state law is. And are, are schools uh, reminding teachers of what the state law is if you don't follow the guidelines that they put in place? That's not practical. That doesn't doesn't follow logic. So the teachers would kind of be on their own to know what the state law is. It probably was never taught in school to them. Uh, they would almost have to go out and, and seek this out on their own to know what the requirements are. Maybe, maybe they do know it. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but, but it puts them in a tough, tough spot. It puts them in a tough spot. It puts them in a bind. And I think that this is now going to shine a light on, on districts around the state thinking, okay, well, maybe we need to be a little more pragmatic. Maybe we need to be a little more by the book, by the law, letter of the law, whatever it is in certain situations. And I, I think that there's going to be a more a, a bigger emphasis on that for school districts around the state. Certainly it will be one for uh, the, the folks at Oxford. Uh, but but at the, at the moment, it, it, the, the folks that are named in this suit, they're the ones that are going to be under fire. So we'll see what, what the feds say. Well, it's just sad all around because clearly yes. tragedy occurred. Parents are heartbroken and, and they're, they're wanting justice. But who is to be held accountable? That's the question. Chris Renwick, WJR Senior News Analyst. Thank you, Chris. You got it, guys. one 800 859 one 800 859 wjr